You're listening to episode 31 of Widowcast with Joanne Philomena from Joanne the Life Coach. These are real stories and real experiences of widowhood, both my own story and many other widows I've known and worked with as a life coach. Now you can help support Widowcast. I offer this podcast straight from my heart for free. However, it's not free for me to produce and host a podcast. You can help if you shop at Amazon.com. Go there through my new affiliate link. Your purchases will not cost you a penny more, but Amazon will give a few pennies to Widowcast for each item that you purchase. So go to my website at joannethelifecoach.com and look at the top menu for shop at amazon.com. There's a link up there on the menu bar. Then once you click on that link, bookmark that page for Amazon and use your bookmark every time you shop. That way you can help support Widowcast and keep these episodes coming. What does Tony Robbins have to do with your widow state of mind? People are quite divided on Tony Robbins. They either love him or they think he's a snake oil salesman because of all the infomercials in the last decades for his DVDs and books and programs. I used to be a little conflicted about that, but then I learned more about the man, what he's experienced in his life and the work that he's done now that he doesn't even talk much about, like feeding millions of families a year. Seriously. Anyway, I learned that a famous filmmaker had created a documentary on Tony Robbins' big six-day event that he does called Date with Destiny, and that it was released on Netflix. I loved this, and I've watched it several times over. Honest to gosh, if you go to watch it, if you have Netflix, get the Kleenex box out. (laughs) I think I cried within the first 30 seconds. One of the first things that, one of the basic things that the documentary did not cover was what Tony calls state. Squeezing in six days in which Tony generally presents like 12 hours a day or more. He works like a madman through that six-day event. They boiled that all down into just a two-hour movie. Lots of that had to have been left on the cutting room floor. But if you watch the documentary, you will have noticed all the loud music, people jumping up and down, Tony making shaking movements with his hands and fingers saying, whoa, this is all related to raising his attendees state. This is emotional state or state of mind, and it's directly connected to your body and your focus and even the language you're using, what you're telling yourself. Something else you probably noticed (laughs) was how many times you can count the F word being said by Tony in just the first minutes of the film even. I can assure you he's using this as a psychological neurodisruptor. It's part of neuro-linguistic programming. If you see Tony interviewed, you'll find a really gentle man and though I'm sure he's not without dropping the appropriately placed F-bomb, you will not hear a lot of swearing. He's a very classy guy. This is part of his toolkit. It's an 
interesting disruptor that he uses. And he used a great one at the very start of the film. Um, there's a young man who stands up in the audience who is suicidal. And he was relaying his story and his suicidal feelings and thoughts to Tony. And it was heartbreaking. You could see the downward spiral right before your eyes. And then Tony kind of got up in his face and said, Why do you hate yourself? Is it the red shoes? Immediately, you could see the young man's brain like skid to a halt right before your eyes. There was confusion on his face. And he said, what? And Tony said, the red shoes, because they're effing red, man. And Tony laughed, and the young man began to laugh with him. Total disruption of that downward spiral. Now Tony could get in there and start to plant some new thoughts and expectations for him. And he did. Um, it was an amazing transformation. No, it doesn't happen as fast as the film presents it. I think in the film, it may only be 10 minutes at most, they show of this. And you see this young man who is so suicidal completely turn around. But in reality, I learned after listening to Tony being interviewed, that was about two hours that he worked with that young man turning them around. So, you know, like I said, they're distilling down an entire week into two hours. So a lot of it got cut out, but you get the gist of it watching that. And the best part I thought, because I saw it happen immediately, was that neuro disruptor of pointing to his shoes saying, is it because of the red shoes? <laughs> Complete stop on that guy's brain and a turnaround of his emotional state. When we're widowed, our state changes immediately. No big surprise there. And as it should. We've been gut punched, the rug pulled out from under us. We're in a state of shock, a deep state of grief. When I see other widows' pages and widows' groups primarily posting maudlin sayings and poems and pictures, I have to question how much of a help that really is. Initially, yeah, it's good to know you're not alone. That's the immediate priority. But if you had a completely different reaction to your spouse's death, maybe these modeling memes on the internet are not making you feel that you're not alone. Maybe they're making you feel really alienated. Like... You're the only one on the planet who ever felt relief when your spouse passed. Are you a horrible person to feel your load actually lighten? No, not at all. I've told you before, whatever you're feeling is yours and appropriate. And that includes anyone who feels relief or no remorse, maybe even a tiny bit free. I mean, that happens. Oh, you're still experiencing grief, and it, it's not going to be easy. For those who feel relief initially, sometimes the grief is even harder to process because there's huge guilt that comes with that relief. Undeniably, whatever state you're in immediately after your spouse passes away, does the maudlin stuff being shared really help? What kind of frame of mind is that leaving you in? 
Yeah, you know you're not going to shake it off and go on your way. Clearly not. Grief is there. You know that I know that. You know that I experienced it too. But you can uplift your state of mind. You can begin to move your focus so that you can lift your head and start looking life in the eye again. How? Enter Tony Robbins. He said, we can provide our own neurodisruptor using neuro-linguistic programming tools. He writes in Awaken the Giant Within. He wrote this. Next time you start to feel depressed, jump up, look at the sky, and yell in your most idiotic tone of voice, Hallelujah, my feet don't stink today. That stupid, silly move will definitely shift your attention. Robbins frequently compares interrupting patterns in your brain like that to scratching a record so it'll no longer play properly. If you're emotionally cycling in a pattern of despair, you can shake yourself right out of it by scratching a new song over top of that old one on the record in your brain. His silly suggestion immediately grabs the needle and scratches it over the record. Now, I've not personally yelled, hallelujah, my feet don't stink today, <laughs> but I have definitely set up my state for myself by maybe putting on loud pop music and dancing around my kitchen as I cleaned or cooked. I sing out loud, sometimes badly. I get silly. It tilts my emotional barometer into a much nicer zone. Sure, I'm grieving and I'm sad. That doesn't mean I can't turn on the radio and dance and sing to the songs. In the morning, I wake up and sit up saying, thank you, thank you, thank you for this day. I've started doing this probably about 10 months ago. It's going to be fantastic, is what I tell myself. Instead of waking up to that automatic checklist in our head of things to do, or dwelling on that initial first thought of, he's dead. I mean, I did that for a long time. My first thought on waking up, still is often today, my first thought is he's dead or he's gone. But I don't dwell there. I don't stay there. I can shift it right into gratitude. And then excitement about what I'm going to do with my day. I recently posted a favorite poem of mine on Facebook. Um, I had posted this, oh gosh, I think about five, six years ago, and I did a repost of it. The poem is The Summer Day by Mary Oliver, and I want to, I want to read it to you right now. Who made the world? Who made the swan and the black bear? Who made the grasshopper? This grasshopper, I mean. The one who's flung herself out of the grass the one who's eating sugar out of my hand, who's moving her jaws back and forth instead of up and down, who's gazing around with her enormous and complicated eyes. Now she lifts her pale forearms and thoroughly washes her face. Now she snaps her wings open and floats away. I don't know exactly what a prayer is. I do know how to pay attention how to fall down into the grass, how to kneel in the grass, 
how to be idle and blessed, how to stroll through fields, which is what I've been doing all day. Tell me, what else should I have done? Doesn't everything die at last and too soon? Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? Those last two lines get me every time. Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? You know, our spouse has passed away, but we still have our one wild and precious life to live. Even if you're over 60, I turned 61 shortly after Jim passed, your life does not end when your spouses did. So let's change your state. Get you ready to look ahead of you at where it is you want to take your one wild and precious life. Don't expect immediate clarity. It'll come. All you need to do is jump up, throw your hands up in the air, look up and shout out, I'm queen of the world. Wake up and thank God, deity, the universe, the air. Open your eyes, sit up, make yourself smile. Even if you just say, oh good, I get to have a cup of coffee now. Yum. Change your focus. Change your language and what you're telling yourself about yourself. Change your posture physically. If you want to feel badly and depressed, then please keep slumping your shoulders. Let your chest cave in. Look down. But if you're ready to change state, look up. Breathe deeply and easily. Settle your shoulders back. Even raise your hands into the air. You can jump up and down. Get crazy like Tony's audience. They become wild and crazy people. If you watch the movie, you'll see it. They're dancing, laughing, shouting, slapping their hands together. It raises their state. And then they can change their life in an instant. So can you. No matter how deep the pain, how deep the fog of grief, look up, stand up, ask yourself, what will you do with your one wild and precious life? Because now you can do anything you want, anything. You can write on your walls, love messages to yourself. Who's going to stop you? That's how you begin. And that's what Tony Robbins has to do with your widow state of mind. Pump your fist in the air and say, hell yeah, Tony's feet don't stink today. Ha! How's that for a neurodisruptor? Did I just get you? <laughs> well, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to put on some pop music on my retro radio in my kitchen, start mixing a batch of apple bread and dance around on that old linoleum floor. You know, my house is almost 80 years old now, and it makes me wonder how many other feet have danced across that floor while baking or cleaning. Go find that Amazon.com link on my website up on that top menu bar. If you have trouble moving the free little mini session drop down bar out of the way, 
I think there's a little arrow on one side that you can click up and it goes away. Or you can scroll down and click the link to the blog in the circle links at the bottom of my front page. Then you'll see the top menu bar. Click on the Amazon.com link and make that your permanent bookmark to always shop through the Widowcast Associate link. Thank you so much for that. Also, hey, come find Widowcast on Facebook and click like. Check back on the page for Widowcast and keep up to date with what's going on. There's something new that I'm going to be trying out myself. And if I love it as much as I think I'm going to, and I'm sure I'm going to love this, y'all, <laughs> I'm going to be sharing it with you too. I hope to expand what I'm doing and find even better ways to reach out and work with all of you. So until then, go change your state and find joy in your life. Until next time. 